0: Grown Folks Radio. America, what's happening? Tell the young bloods to leave the room. This is for grown folks only. You've been waiting all week for another taste. And your favorite pusher is back on the scene. It's Cognac and Candy candy Sundays, 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 y'all. On Vinyl 97 with Young Bull. So whatever your addiction, I'm about to feed it to you for the next hour. And I'm going to take you on a trip to Candyland. If you've never been to Candyland, let me tell you a little bit about Candyland. Candyland is sexy. It's dangerous. It's erotic. It's funky. It's another world, man. Can you dig it? If this is your first time to Candyland, don't hit it too hard. Be easy. You don't want your gangster lean to get too mean. And while you're on this trip, I'm going to keep it in the groove for you. So lean back with me. Put your head high and let the magic happen, baby. It's cognac and candy Sundays, y'all. Today we're talking about Soul Ties, and we're calling this show, Let's Straighten It Out. America, let's go to church, and we're going to start all the way back in the day. The year is 1988. I'm 13 years old, living in a place called Edward, North Carolina. And this place, it had some kind of magic back in the day. It had a population of five people, but on the weekend, man, this place used to come to life. You had six nightclubs and juke joints within walking distance of each other. On one side of the road, they were playing Slick Rick and Big Daddy Kane, and on the other side of the road, they were playing Johnny Taylor and Marvin C's. Me and my skateboard crew, we were always ready for Friday night so we'd get out to this place called Otis Chicken. And if you never had Otis Chicken, it literally is the best damn thing since sliced bread. People would drive all the way from New York City, Virginia, Maryland, D.C. and Georgia, just to get some of this chicken. And when they rolled in, there was already a party going on. And while I was out at the chicken shop one weekend, this little piece of tail caught my eye. And she lived by me, but I'm 13 now, so girls are starting to become really interesting to me. She was already in high school, and she had the attention of the older boys already. I was sitting at the bar, waiting on my chicken, drinking my grape soda, holding my skateboard while I was checking her out. And this other cool cat named Savinius was teaching her how to play pool. Rest in peace, homie. And then she came walking over to the bar to ask Otis if her chicken was ready. And I couldn't help myself. I had to say something. And it's a good thing I can talk now since I spent three years in speech therapy getting rid of my stutter. And it came out real cool and smooth. I said, I like your door knockers, mom. They framed that pretty face real nice. And she looked at me like, little boy, are you really trying to hit on me right now? She cracked a smile and said, thanks, little man. And I kept staring dead at her. I said, ain't no little men around here. Besides, y'all the one over there playing that amateur game with sticks and balls. My mom gonna be asleep by nine, so come over to my house and knock on the back door. And I'll show you how this game is really supposed to be played. I was 13 and mannish as hell. And she was still looking like, Did this little motherfucker just say that to me? I kept my face serious and grown man as hell. And she started laughing. And she said, boy, you crazy. Do your mama know you talk like this? And then she walked back off to the pool table. And my boy Daniel that I skateboard with, he was like, well, man, at least you tried. And I said, oh, nah, bruh. I'm going to hit that before the summer's over. And we grabbed our chicken and we grabbed our grape sodas and we got to skating so we could go ahead and grub. So next night, 10 o'clock on Saturday, I'm bumping EPMD, you gots to chill on repeat in the bathroom getting fresh.
1: You gots to chill. chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill.
0: <laughs> I grab my skateboard and I cruise out to the junction where all the clubs are. I slide behind the building and I put my skateboard behind the propane tank out back. And it was so hot in the club, they had to leave the back door open. So I ease into the back door. And the bartender, she sees me, so I know it's time to go ahead and reach into my pocket and give her my last $10. And she said, what is your young ass doing in here? I said, I just want to dance. She said, okay, but I don't want to see one damn cup in your hand, you understand me? I said, yes, ma'am. So I go to the bathroom and I checked the mirror to make sure I'm cool and I go ahead and put my grown man face on. And when I was coming out of the bathroom, Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew, Keep Rising to the Top, came on. And the whole damn club started going crazy. Uh. I spotted some out of town girls who didn't know my age, so I grabbed one and started dancing with them. Next thing I know, all the friends came and joined us on the floor. So here I am, this 13-year-old kid, dancing in the middle of the floor with these four fine-ass women all around me. I'm feeling like the motherfucking man. You can't tell me shit. And who do I see looking at me from the door? Batting her eyelashes, trying to get in? Yeah, that's right. It was Miss Little Man. I blew her a kiss and kept dancing. And I knew if she couldn't get in, she was definitely gonna go across the street over to Otis. So after a few more dances, I went ahead and I got the girl's number that I was dancing with and I went ahead and I walked over to Otis. I couldn't ride my skateboard because I was on my grown man. Before I got to the door, I stopped and I pulled my paper towel out of my pocket and I wiped all the sweat off my face and off my neck. I went into the shop and sure enough, she was sitting right there at the bar. I walked in and I leaned over next to her. She turned real slow to the side to look at me. And I'm grinning hard as hell, and she said, Little boy, how in the hell did you get in that club? I said, That's your problem. You trying to play checkers when I'm playing chess. Ain't no little boys around. And she laughed, and she said, Oh, really? And then she said, Boy, you wouldn't even know what to do with this. So I smiled, and I turned my cocky up to a thousand. I said, Not only do I know what to do with it, but I can teach you some things. And she kept looking. And I didn't flinch, knowing damn well the only pussy I'd ever been in was my mother's when I came out. And our curiosity got the best of her because she cracked a smile. And right then, I knew I was going to get the draws. So I stood up and I said, my house or your house? She said, my room is on the back left corner. Come and tap on my window in about an hour. And I said, okay, you got it. And I wink my eyes as I backed away from her. And she's shaking her head like I can't even believe I'm doing this. So I run across the street to go ahead and grab my skateboard. My heart about to pound out of my chest because I'm about to get some pussy for the first time. So I haul ass home and I jack off and spit one out so I don't come too soon when I do get into pussy. So I hop in the shower, I put on some of the cool water cologne, then I get dressed and I check my wallet to make sure the condom that's been in there for the last three months is actually still good. So I start walking to her house. And when I get to her window, I see one of those old television cable wooden spools that they wrap the wire around. So I roll it over and I uh, flip it up to her window and then I stand on it. Now I tap on her window and my dick is hard as hell. The only thing I can think about is getting it. And she comes to a window and she slides it up. And then she says i don't know if this is a good idea and i'm still cocky as hell and i said i understand if you're afraid i am a lot of men and she said you a cocky ass little nigga. And i just grinned in the darkness and she started taking a screen out of a window and i climbed in she put the window down and i was already undressing and she turned around and she said damn you don't waste any time do you i laid on a bed and she got in And she said, you smell good. I said, yeah, that's my cool water cologne. And we start kissing. I'm feeling on her titties and I start kissing her nipples. And then I start sliding them panties off. And now I'm nibbling on her inner thigh. And I start getting closer to her pussy. And she's getting all excited because she knows I'm getting ready to lick that kitty cat. She's breathing all heavy and then she asks, why you stop? My nose was about to touch her pussy. I lifted up and I slid my two fingers through her pussy lips and then I brought my fingers up to her nose. I said, is it supposed to smell like that? Because I don't think that smells right. And her eyes got big as hell. And she started whisper shouting, get the fuck out of my room. I knew I shouldn't have given your ass any. So I threw my clothes out the window and I'm getting dressed outside with the mosquitoes biting my ass. And then I go ahead and I walk home, and I was like, damn, I was this close. So I see her next week, and she rolls her eyes at me. I said, don't be mad, it's a beautiful summer's eve, but I never said anything to anyone. Her secret was safe with me. So now, let's go ahead and fast forward to 1991, Aurora, North Carolina. And Jodeci, Forever My Lady, is playing on Kiss 102. And I'm losing my virginity to a good girl. That doesn't have stinky pussy. And now. I knew what all the fuss was about. And it was definitely worth the wait. And I was already a confident young man. But then on top of that. I found out that I had a big dick. And you couldn't tell me a damn thing. My chest stuck out further. I walked taller. And I was trying to lay pipe everywhere I could. Every day of the week. And then I found out. This magic hole between these women's legs has some serious power, man. It's got enough power to start wars. It has the power to create life and the power to make your ass fall in love. That pussy power is so strong, it'll make you tell your boys, Nah, man, I ain't playing ball today. Her mama going into town. And if you from the sticks like me, that means that mama's gonna be gone for two or more hours. But there was one thing that nobody told me in all those barbershop conversations. And there was one thing that even my father failed to mention to me about the power of sex. And most men and women today still don't know about it. No one told me about the soul ties and the fingerprints that are created when you have sex with someone. And after this music break, we're going to talk about these soul ties. This is Out to Get Ya by Lattimore off his 1978 album Dig a Little Deeper.
2: Coming at you, baby, like a mighty storm. You don't have to worry, baby. I ain't gonna do you no harm. I don't mean to scare ya by coming on too strong. way too long. of me.
0: take you to that other place where the grooves turn a saint into a sinner and an old man into a winner one more again. so chill with your drink on the couch and tap your feet or spin your main girl in the middle of the living room do what you feel brothers and sisters because we'll be there soon
2: And now it was a very strange call, yes it was. A man called me and said, Mister, please let me speak to my wife. I said to him, who is it, (laughs) who should I say is calling? He said to me, you mean to tell me You don't know my name After all I've done for you I asked him, what do you mean? Mister, what do you mean? What you done for me? He said, well, I'm the man Who bought that car you're riding in And I'm the same man Who bought all those clothes All those clothes that you wear He said, I know You must think I'm a fool But if that's what it takes To keep the little fine thing He said, I don't mind I sure don't mind Mr. I don't mind Being your fool But tell me one thing, mister What is it you got that I don't have. And what do you do that I don't do that make us stay out all night long, all night long for me? Y'all, I froze. I froze like a block of ice. I didn't know what to say to him. Before I knew it, y'all, these words came to my mind. I said it ain't. What you got is how you use it. Mm. I said it hey, ain't what do you got is how you use it, Mister, I told him this, I said if you can't keep your woman from me, watch yourself. Mm, just leave me. got a man who ain't doing his job
0: Marvin Sees, I'm Mr. Jody. America, you're listening to Cognac and Candy Sundays on Vinyl 97, and this is your host, Young Bull. Before we left, we were talking about the power of sex and the soul ties and fingerprints that it creates. Alright, church, it's time for us to get into the word now, and we don't even need an offering from you. Every time you have sex with someone, you are creating a connection or a deep-rooted bond to that individual. There's no such thing as casual sex in this world. You see, the moment that you reach orgasm, it creates this instance of magic that ties you to the other person. High school and college sweethearts are very common soul ties. And soul ties, they cause you to crave the other person like a drug. The soul tie that you create with them is the invisible glue that bonds you to that person. And these soul ties They can last a lifetime. So how can you tell if you have a soul tie? Well, that's very simple. You think about that person all the time in your waking thoughts. You dream about them at night and you're constantly comparing other people against them. They become your measuring stick and nobody else ever quite measures up. And last of all, you're constantly thinking through the years, if I could just see that person one more time. Some soul ties are healthy. Others can be extremely dangerous. If you happen to be in a relationship with the individual that you created the soul tie with, then you're a very fortunate individual. If you have unfinished business with somebody from high school or college and you guys happen to find yourself in the same vicinity, things can get tricky really fast. The other tricky side to soul ties is having too many. Men and women who choose to have large numbers of sex partners not only create numerous soul ties, they also create very complicated soul ties. And they end up with all those people's fingerprints all over them. I want you to think about a wine glass being passed around at a party with everybody's fingerprints all over it. It's going to start to get sticky. It's going to get cloudy and dirty. And this is all going to happen very quickly. And this also is what happens with multiple soul ties that are connected to one individual. And when you come in contact with one of these people, you end up having sex with everybody they had sex with energetically. So you have to be very careful who you lie down with. And back to the front, when you think you're just having random sex with somebody, there is no such thing. There's always a bill that comes due. And having that kind of sex can lead to a very, very empty feeling that can't be satisfied on the inside. And the reason why is because even though you believe it's a meaningless act, someone else is adoring you and wishing that they could be with you all the time. So when you have multiple people pulling on you energetically in that way, it can do damage to your mental and your spiritual health. And then there's another side effect that you have to be aware of. When you spread yourself too thin, and you have tons of sex partners, all of those soul ties can cause you to become desensitized. And the reason is because all of those women are wanting you at the same time. And all of those connections, they start battling for territory inside of you. And as they battle, your focus decreases, your vitality decreases, and you begin to start doubting yourself. If you're relatively healthy, there's usually nothing wrong except you have too many soul ties. And women who have difficulty reaching orgasm sometimes need to look back through their past and see if they have any unfinished business. Now, let me prophesize. I bet I can guess exactly what you're thinking right now. How in the hell do we get rid of these soul ties if we know that we have them? And we're going to talk about that after this music break. This is Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes with Bad Luck off their 1975 album To Be True.
2: woman and everything you own all that is plain mistakes that chances go around and if you want to know the truth about it i'll tell you what's For ever since you got walk around in a day with your pockets back, go to see a woman and she ain't even there. Think we the mind, know your track of time. The more think about it, I think you're about to lose your mind. Some people call it jinx, some say it ain't my day. But if you want to know the truth about it, tell you What's pulling you? Well, yeah. I'm Another world out there. I know none of y'all satisfied. Satisfied. The way prices have been going up. Okay. I was out of state. I could barely buy a morning paper. Yeah. Cut down on smoking. Cut down on smoking. And cut down on drinking. Cut down on drinking. 'Cause only one morning, I got me a paper.
1: <laughs> I sat down on my living room floor. Open
2: it up. Open it up. Open it up. Open it up. Open it up. I my saw, <laughs> saw the president of the United States. <laughs> Man said he was gonna give
1: it up. He did resign, you But he still turned around and left all us poor folks behind. They say they got another man
2: take his place, but I don't think that he decided by the human race. Bad, luck. Bad luck.
0: Grown Folks Radio. Lena Shaw with The Rhythm of Love. America, you're listening to Cognac and Candy Sundays on Vinyl 97, and I'm your host, Young Bull. Before we left, we were talking about soul ties, and now we're getting ready to get into how in the hell do you get these fingerprints off of you? And the first step is admitting that you have one to yourself. You have to come all the way clean with yourself. You gotta take it out. You gotta sit it on the table. You gotta spin it around and look at it and step number two is to acknowledge to yourself that it's a problem and that it needs to finally be dealt with so you've got to ask the rest of yourself to please understand that the only way that all of you can move forward is to drop the weight then the third step is to remove the person's connection from your soul for this you're gonna to have to get two chairs you're gonna to have to draw this person or you're going to have to print a photo of this person out And then you're going to tape it to the chair in front of you, and then you have to look at them. And you're going to have to confess to them the power that they've held over you all these years. Let them know how it's impacted you. And now, let them know that you are releasing their connection to you forever. Go ahead and say all the unsaid things you've always wanted to say to them. Then ask them, do you have any questions? And of course, there won't be a response. Then you take the picture off the chair. You walk outside. And you set that picture or that drawing on fire. And as it burns, so does that connection to you. And you should notice a difference in about a week. We're gonna take a music break. And when we get back, I got one more thing that I wanna school you brothers and sisters on. This is Johnny Taylor with Running Out of Lies off his 1976 album, Eargasm.
2: I'm so tired, baby I'm tired of worrying Whenever I come home With your lipstick Traces Oh yes, I am. To the job I'm too. Somebody else, you know. A lot of times, I don't want to talk about it. And I try, I try to get it off of my mind, but then my conscience, you know, everybody got a conscience. My conscience gets to bother me, and when I try to go to sleep at night, seems like to me I can hear my conscience say, shiny, you ought to be ashamed of yourself." I you know you got a good woman, and you ought to treat her right, and I, I made a deal with my conscience, if my conscience didn't bother me, and I sure wouldn't bother my conscience, but every nine they come around to me, and tell me, sure, you, you know you've been wrong, yes you have, a lot of fellas out there have been wrong, gotta go to your bed. I feel the way I know Oh
0: That was the oj's with i want you here with me off their 1979 album identify yourself america you're listening to cognac and candy sundays on vinyl 97 and i'm your host young bull before we left we were talking about how to release those soul ties now brothers and sisters i know you don't want to do wrong but sometimes that voice gets in your head and you just want what you need i understand but when you stand out in the middle of that crossroad You can only look in one direction at a time, and it's what you don't see coming that'll get you. And if you get hit with a soul tie that is stronger than you anticipated, and that hammer drops, man, it can get real messy real quick. So let me take y'all back to church real quick. There is a right way to do everything. If you're done with him or her, don't disrespect them. Go ahead and let them know the deal up front before you even make your first move. And yes, it is cheaper to keep her. But we don't subscribe to financial blackmail here at Vinyl 97. Because if you stay where you don't wanna be too long, that shit'll kill you anyway and all your money will be left behind. So keep it clean so you can be cool and still go to the same barbecue. And also so your friends don't have to choose between the two of you. But more importantly, so that you don't have to have an unresolved soul tie out there. This is called closure for a reason, and most people never do it right. But brothers and sisters, this is why Vinyl 97 exists. All we do is tell the truth. And we don't talk about the weather or the news. All we talk about is the shit you can use. So remember, brothers and sisters, do it right, so you don't have to fix your karma later. I love you brothers and sisters, keep on getting up. I'm taking y'all out with Gladys Knight, I Don't Wanna Do Wrong, off her 1971 album, If I Were Your Woman.
3: It's been such a long time, I tell you. I said when I go up in there, I want to try to touch everybody somewhere. Yes, brought to mind a song that we recorded, not too long ago. Cause I think all of us have been in this situation at some time or another, I know I have. And we all like to feel that we are very strong individuals. And we can handle just about anything. But for some unknown reason, it doesn't work that way all the time. And I found myself saying to myself one day, I said. Mm. That it's real, it's real, oh yes it is